So Tim, our executive pastor here at The Ridge, is going to kind of help to host and, and interview some people who've been on mission trips, you know, because the 10K challenge happened here. It also happened all the way over in Romania. So I'm going to hand it off to him. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Um, like Adam said, uh, this is Donna Fong. Uh, she and her husband, Tom, have been around The Ridge for about seven years now, and as he mentioned, they took a trip to Romania with there are eight of them that went over there. Uh, and you told me this was your first mission trip, right? It was my first mission trip, yes. Yeah, so tell people a little bit about what you did there. We went over, and there were um, two mission family, two missionary families, um, Gerald and Kristen Zimmer, mm-hmm. who hosted us, and then Johnny and Abby Borda. And Johnny's dad is a pastor in a of a church in a neighboring town, and they had been trying for six years to build a new building. They met in a very, very small building, not even enough room for the children to be in there um, to worship, mm-hmm. but stand. And um, they finally, before three days before we got there, they got the permit to build that church. So we were able to um, help them put the walls up. Yeah. Um, while we were there, we cleaned up the um, the area around there. There were lots of trash, lots of metal, things that were not good to have in the yard with kids running around. Um, level out ground, all of those things. Um, we served food to everyone while they were working all week. Um, and then at the end of the day, when they were all tired too. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys were really able to give them a, a real jump start on their project and their building and uh, help them get things together before the build, right? We were, and yeah. they were so grateful. And it was nice for, the, um, for everyone to be able to work together with them yeah. also in doing this. And they built relationships. And by the end of the week, they were joking and teasing each other. And Yeah. So um, this is one of the questions I asked you earlier when we were talking really was about your experience. Right, and what you actually experienced. So that was a little what you actually did. What did you experience? What was the experience like being there? Um, I had no clue what to expect going to Romania. And the people there were amazing. They were just so generous. Uh, we had people that made soup for us, every, a huge pot of soup every single day for lunch, um, desserts every day. Um, uh, someone made 100 cabbage rolls one night for dinner, just always giving and friendly. They were so welcoming. One lady when we went to women's Bible study one night to um, do that with them. She gave all of us roses, and everyone was just very friendly and welcoming and generous. Yeah, you used, you said the phrase uh, when we were talking about um, you went there to serve, but you really felt served in being there. Yeah, you think when you're, you're going to sign up to volunteer for something, you're going to be giving to them, and you find out you were really... Yeah. Poured into. I think we all experience that sometimes when we're serving other people. Uh, there's this moment where that changes over a little bit, and you you are blessed by the situation and by the people and their appreciation uh, while you're helping them, which I think is really neat. For sure. Um, so why Romania for you guys? Like, uh, there's lots of places you can go. Why Romania? Um, I, that's where God wanted us to go. <laughs> Tom, um, I had been volunteering at the Bread of Life over the last year, and Tom came home one day, and I said, Tom, I think we need to go to Romania. Uh, you know how close that is to Ukraine, right? <laughs> I said, well, I do, yeah, but I, I think we're supposed to go. And so we checked into it more, and um, the those missionary couples have a relationship with this church, yeah. and that's how it started. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we just, that's where we ended up going, and it was yeah. fantastic. Tell us a little bit about uh, maybe even the timing of that in your life uh, and phase of life where you're in and how that worked together a little. Um, so for a variety of reasons, I retired from teaching um, in May of mm-hmm. 2022, and I had um, 
just really felt like I should be, you know, volunteering places. And so I was at the Bread of Life. I'm a mentor through Champions of Youth. And um, it just it just felt like the next path. And it's been nice to see how um, God can use, whether it's an, you know, an hour, you know, cutting vegetables or a week building a building. It doesn't matter. God can use you wherever. Yeah. And you mentioned Bread of Life a couple of times. Uh, Bread of Life is an organization over in Decatur County that provides hot meals for people Correct. that need them, right? Um, and so as you're serving there and on this trip, um, where did you really see the impact being made in your community? Like what, what was your perspective on that? Um, I think... You just really kind of get an idea how important it is. Uh, I mean, Jesus set the example of service, and we just have to follow that, and God is so going to use us in all of those areas, no matter where he, you know, he wants us, how little or small, and you will see that impact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, I think taking that step in and doing it and saying this is, this is what we're going to do, uh, God... I mean, that's what we're talking about today is we get to look back and see really how God has worked in it. And it's, pretty cool. uh, it's a blessing when he shows us that impact mm-hmm. too, which is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been back. Um, what do you think, I mean, how is this impacting your future? The trip that you've been on, 10K Challenge, um, what did the trip do for you from a perspective standpoint going forward as you kind of look at the future? I think the biggest thing that really hit me, you know that... Um, Christians are persecuted in other countries. We know how lucky lucky we are to have the freedoms we have, but until you come face-to-face with that, um, it's not really put into perspective. And, you know, we're over there, and we see for them to um, give their life to Jesus, that may mean that they are... um, Um, separated from the government. They won't provide services for them to get food. They're not allowed to be buried in the same cemetery. Well, they have to be buried in the back of the cemetery. They can't even go through the front gates. They face danger from many of their family and friends just to get up and go on Sunday mornings. And my biggest challenge is setting my alarm clock on time and getting here on time. So it just really makes me appreciate what I have more than I did before. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think it is something that um, we tend to here in our immediate community uh, in in America, take for granted sometimes. Right? Absolutely, and we miss that sometimes. Well, thanks so much, Donna, for sharing your story with us. Well, I am here uh, with two students, uh, Addie, who is a sophomore, and Dominic, who is a senior. And you guys both recently took a trip to Minnesota to a reservation there to serve other people to live out this 10K challenge uh, there. And there were 20. Uh, students there total, which is uh, pretty phenomenal, uh, from the Ridge or friends of people from the Ridge. Uh, This was the first trip for both of you guys, right? Yeah, so tell uh, people a little bit about your expectations before a trip like this that you've never been on. What did you think it was going to be like? Um, I kind of just thought of it as community service, just helping out people. I mean, I didn't really know what kind of community service, just kind of like, oh, we're going to help people and probably sit around and talk. That's really yeah. Well, I think first service you used the term boring is yeah. maybe what you thought. Uh, that's all right. Yeah, I, I that, that's what that. you thought, maybe. Yeah. Addie, what did you think it was going to be like? I definitely thought it was going to be boring as well. Yeah. Um, 
I just didn't really know what to expect. I've yep. never been on a mission trip before. I kind of knew what a mission trip was because my stepdad was a pastor and he did some in Haiti. Mm. But I just thought we were going to sit around and talk to people. And that's, that's all I thought it really yeah. was. So, what? I mean, you get there and you do it. What kind of work did you actually do? Um, so, my group, we did yard work and we did painting trim on houses and kind of a beat-up neighborhood. Yeah. Some of the houses we worked in were abandoned and some... Um, people were still living in mm. and we were just trying to fix them up to be sold or just to help them out a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dominic, what kind of, what did your group do? Uh, my group, we helped clean out and clean up a place called the bug school. And we kind of just helped clean up classrooms, furnish some classrooms. Um, we actually cleaned a weight room, uh, and we helped clean out a sports equipment room. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think one of the things, Addy, you might've said it, that you got to do was, uh, help people that weren't able to help themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Which was a new experience for you, and I think that's a, a great thing. Um, when you think about a moment, was there a moment that stood out for you, and Dominic, we'll start with you, that really stood out for you uh, on the trip as when you saw God working through you in people's lives? Um, it wasn't really just me. It was, <clears throat> sorry, uh, it was our entire group. Yeah. The, all, the, all the churches there, actually, uh, when we did live worship, just like seeing God work through us for others, and also whenever the ridge, sorry, whenever the ridge got together and talked in a small group on Wednesday night and Thursday night, those moments were really impactful. Yeah, yeah. Patty? Um, it was when we were working on one of the houses. I wasn't there, but I was told about it. There was this couple, a pretty young couple, and they had a little baby. And they couldn't really do their yard work or painting their trim. So there was kind of trash everywhere and everything. So just seeing how they, like, hearing how they reacted to watching people help them out was really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Dominic mentioned it, but uh, hold on to that for a second because I'm going to ask you about it. Um, so uh, you guys both talked about uh, your nights of worship there. So you're done serving people. You're with the group of students and some other students as well, that you both said those were pretty uh, meaningful evenings when you were there. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was the first time I, I've seen a lot of people in our group open up. I have not heard a lot of people open up like that before, especially some of the new people who went on the trip. They opened up, and I thought that was really cool and I cried a lot, and yeah. <laughs> so did Dom, so it wasn't just me, <laughs> but it yeah. was just beautiful to watch everyone open up just yeah. with each other. Yeah. Dominic, what do you think that was? Why do you, why do you think people did that in an environment like this? Um, I think it was because just the power of God bringing people together, like God giving the comfort of relationships, like the relationships that God creates cannot be matched by anything except for the relationship that you have with God. So tell us how God, you guys, uh, when we were talking, you both used a phrase that's uh, powerful for anybody to say. Uh, I think it's amazing when uh, uh, students say this too, um, that you said this uh, trip changed your life. Like that's a pretty big statement. How did it change your life? Where did it uh, put you? um, Let's start with you, Addy. Like how do you... How, did, how do you think God changed your life through this? Um, well, before this, I looked at serving more as a chore just to get it done and over with and just to make myself feel good. But then after this, I looked at it as you are making other people's lives easier and spreading God's love through acts that you typically wouldn't think of. Like yeah. 
I typically thought of it as just talking about your testimony and just talking about it, but you can spread God's love in so many ways, and it was very impactful for me and the people around me and the people I was serving, yeah. and I thought it was such a beautiful So what are you going to do with that? Like, now that you're back, what are you, what are you doing with that? Um, I'm definitely going to show people that serving is not just a chore. Like, it is spreading God's love and bringing a piece of heaven down to earth, and it's just like... Like, the people here serving, like, the welcomers or, like, just serving on the worship team or anything. It's just the spreading a piece of God's love. Yeah, yeah. Dominic, what about you? So, so what God did in your life there uh, and since then and what you're going to do about it going forward? Um, well, I can confidently say that uh, I was brought back to God through the yeah. mission trip and... A lot of stuff has happened since then. I was able to go on this uh, special Christian treat, teen retreat yeah. uh, last weekend. It was a very good experience, and through that retreat, I have—I feel like I've been called to a life of ministry. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, very good. So you guys, like, I'm—I'm I'm so inspired by just both of you and your willingness to do that, and all the teens. Uh, that went and served in that way and how you've both expressed kind of where God is taking you and on this journey of uh, a relationship with him. And I think that's one thing that through the 10K Challenge in my life and I think in a lot of our lives here, we've just seen God connect and bring us along in his story and changing people's lives. And so thank you guys both for coming up here and being a part of this. So we get the opportunity to continue uh, conversations, and I am joined now with uh, Joni Williams. Uh, Joni and her husband have been around here uh, for about 15 years uh, here with their family, and uh, I got to tell you, I had to cash in every favor I had to get uh, Joni on stage because um, this is out of her comfort zone. Is that fair to say? A little bit. Okay. All right. You want to talk any more about that? I don't think you want me to. <laughs> that's true. That is true. We, I was told we are never having dinner again uh, because that's when I ask her. And so she's forever afraid that something like that is going to happen again. Um, so you, your family, you, you've been serving in many different ways around here. And when we talked a little bit and I was kind of digging into where's that come from for you, you described to me... Uh, your life, really, and your family, uh, you've grown up doing that. It's just been a part of who you are. But then uh, after you got married, you started to connect that a little bit more with God and with God's calling on your life to live that way and connect your serving opportunities with God. And uh, as you began to do that, uh, and then we, you, you kept living that life, but then the Tempe Challenge came around. Right, And it gave you an opportunity to do this with some other people and to connect some other things. And you told me about a particular story that I, I thought was really great. Uh, tell people a little bit about that story, how you served, what you saw in it, and, and probably how you saw God working in it. Yeah, so I think my favorite project was when a group of us went to an elderly friend's home and, and worked on an outside project. And his his inclination when people come to work for him and help him is to pay. And so when I explained to him that we were just there to help and to do something kind, he wasn't sure what to do with that. And, you know, I think a, an act of service kind of love just throws people sometimes. You know, they, they're drawn to it, and um, they face a kind of love that only God can give that they can't repay. 
Um, and I don't know if my friend knows that kind of love yet, but I know he's seen it now. Yeah, yeah, that's um, one of the things that I've seen throughout and, and people serving here in the 10K uh, is just that, is um, sometimes people that don't know what it is uh, experience it, and they know it's different than just somebody being kind. And uh, and so I think that's really neat. And uh, we actually get the opportunity. So all these other stories uh, that you've heard, the interviews have all happened already. Uh, and, um, and Joni and I are talking about today a trip that she's getting ready to go on with a group of us that we haven't taken yet. So uh, tell people a little bit about what that is, where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah, so we're going to go to Tijuana, Mexico and work with an organization called Homes of Hope. And we're going to be working alongside a family to build a home in two days. They've already poured their slab. We're going to show up and put up the walls and roof the thing. And then we get to go shopping with the family to completely furnish the home. So I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure people assume that you're some sort of skilled tradesman, uh carpenter something that that's why you're going to build a home no that's not it hardly so how's that working i mean how are we able to do that well i'm just going to go and use the gifts that god has given me yeah i've I've never been on a mission trip this is my first one um brian and the girls have been on multiple when they were home but i think that uh, i just stayed behind with the girls that were home and I've got a new friend, and she told me she was going, so I remember talking to you one day and say, hey, who else is going on this trip? Because I want to know who she's going to be hanging out with. Yeah. So you looked at me, and you said, do you have a passport? And I'm, here we are. Yeah, that was pretty easy. Yeah? Yeah, that was a lot easier than getting you up here on stage. Yeah. Actually, yeah. But yes, we are uh, really looking forward to this trip because, um, as you said earlier, like... One of the things I got to do this trip about a year ago, um, and um, one of the things that I saw is uh, people being impacted by God's love, even if they didn't know that love themselves, and seeing that change their life uh, in a pretty powerful way. So I'm very excited about that. Um, so as you look forward like to this trip, what, what were your expectations um, what are your expectations after the trip? What do you think God's going to do with it? Talk to me a little bit about that. Tell people about that. I think that's the cool thing about God. You never know what to expect from him. So um, I know he's going to do more in me than through me because anybody can build a house, right? Um, but I just truly believe that as long as I'm drawing a breath, he's got work for me to do. Mm. And you never know what he's up to. Every interaction, every conversation, every relationship, experience He's working his purposes, and um, I just think it's a, a privilege to be used, and I just I think a yes to God not only affects us, but it affects everything. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that throughout. Just people, I mean, in the stories we've heard, people saying yes to whatever that next step is, that we don't know uh, what God's going to do with it exactly. We don't know where it's going to lead, uh, but we know in that obedience of saying yes and what's next, God's going to do some uh, amazing things. And I think this last year has, has shown us all some of that. So thank you so much, Joni. Thanks for being up here. I know this is a big deal, but uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Hey, yeah, join me in thanking Joni and everybody who shared their stories today. It's been pretty cool. I hope you're encouraged by you know, the stories that have been shared. I have been encouraged by hearing people just talk about what the 10K Challenge really has meant to them and really ways that they've seen God show up. And I've been reflecting over this past year, and there's a verse that we actually read together in the first 
kind of announcement of the 10K challenge a, a year ago. And I'd like to read that verse again together, kind of as we close up the 10K challenge. This is 1 Peter 4.10, and this is what it says. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. And you've probably seen in some of these stories that, you know, you have a different gift, then you have a different gift, then you have a different gift than I have. And that's actually how God has designed us. That's how he's created us. He wants us to use all sorts of different ways, different personalities, different motivations, different challenges to really do what? It's not to serve ourselves It's to use those gifts the way that he provides for us to serve one another. And that's really the essence of the 10K challenge. That's really what this has all been about. It's not been about, you know, making the name of the ridge great. It's about making the name of Jesus great. And it's continuing to point people to who he is and to what he's all about. See, our vision here at The Ridge is to do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. And the 10K Challenge was really just the way that we believed God prompted us to show the love of Jesus in this building, on this campus, in Columbus, in Bartholomew County, in Decatur, in Jennings County, and Romania, and Minnesota, and Tijuana. Like, the community that God has called us to reach isn't just here. It is here, but it's all over the place. And no matter who we're trying to reach, neighbor, friend, family, the motivation for reaching them is Jesus. That's why we do the 10K Challenge. That's actually why we do everything we do around here, or at least that's our hope. See, we have a phrase here that we also use, nothing matters if people don't matter. And the reason the Ridge exists, the reason that we're doing, you know, Columbus Fam Jam, the reason we take missions trips, you know, the reason we do any of this is because we believe that Jesus is the King of Kings. We believe that he actually died on the cross. We believe that he actually rose from the dead three days later. And with a relationship with him, we have access to this hope and joy and peace that doesn't come in any other way for today and for tomorrow and for eternity. That's really what the 10K Challenge is all about. And that's really what doing whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ is all about as well. And when you think about the 10K challenge, really I'm thinking about it in two different ways. It's a way that God has shown up, right? We couldn't have done this without God's provision. That's what we've been celebrating the whole time. God did this. But also you had to participate. You had to be a part of it. We actually ran the numbers and we couldn't have done this as an individual because an individual would have had to serve 27 hours a day for an entire year, which is physically impossible. But even a small group of people couldn't have done this. It's God's provision through your gifting, through you serving one another. It's because of who God is. It's because of Jesus. Now, if you've been around the ridge for a little while, you know that it's a little anticlimactic because we reached 10,000 hours in May. How cool is that, right? Like 10,000 hours already. The 10K challenge didn't stop then, though. Like we had 2,000 hours in June. And so I'd like to share with you right now, here are, is kind of the result of what the hours are for the 10K challenge. It's 16. 
And it's cool to, you know, do community service and to help out, but I think it's amazing to do that in a way that points people towards what we believe, that points people towards this hope and peace and do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. So I hope you're in, as encouraged as I am, but we're going to sing a couple of more songs together. And while we do that, we really want to keep the focus not on the ridge, not on us, but really who God is and what he's all about and what he's already provided for each of us and what he's promised for the future. So we're going to sing about his power and we're going to sing about his glory and we're going to praise his name for what he's been doing over this last year. So will you just stand up with me as we sing and celebrate over the next couple of minutes?